this is Alan Appel, and you are listening to This Day in New Haven History on WNHH 103.5 FM and streaming live at newhavenindependent.org, community radio in the Elm City. Thank you for joining me on this October 5 and the middle of the fall with my uh, co-pilot on the time travel machine, Jason Bischoff-Wurzel from the New Haven Museum. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alan. So, Jason, we are deep in the heart of 1908 and these pieces you've brought in this week. And um, people sometimes catch cold as the weather changes or they get a cough or a sniffle. And uh, in 1908, uh, there are diseases that um, uh, people are thinking about with a sense of seriousness that we don't have today. Yes, that we... uh I mean, they, they, they can be serious, but they're much, uh, they're seen much less as a, a serious, uh, you could die from type scenario. And they're, they're, generally you can, you can get better and quickly. The, the, right. The, well, then the two, dis, two diseases that are in this piece, is, is this from the Saturday Chronicle? Yes. This would be from the Saturday Evening Chronicle in, uh, uh, October 5th, 1908. And, and you have a person here who is, who seems pretty copacetic with the way the authorities in New Haven and I guess around the world are dealing with tuberculosis, but his uh, kind of op-ed opinion is, my gosh, we're surrounded by uh, high rates of mortality with pneumonia. Yes, yes. They were concerned at this point in 1908 with uh, pneumonia being a killer. Uh, along with they were they felt they were coming on the on the back end of tuberculosis being under control and uh, contained and uh, for the most part they were right with that I mean tuberculosis was um, they they the authorities and and, and the medical profession did have that uh, uh, in a better place than it had been perhaps a generation before right they they, they fully understood that it was it was conveyed by coughing, sneezing, and wheezing. So they set up sanitariums. Yes, where and also could be isolated. You know, horrible air, that type of thing. So this is another idea overall too of just the the whole system of um, uh, the environment um, and uh, and communicable uh, diseases and and being in the community, uh, a sort of dense urban environment that New Haven would have been and was continuing to grow as in 1908. So they were really uh, looking f- uh, at this point uh, for a plan for, as they say, stamping out pneumonia. Right, and this was this is a a kind of serious call to action. So why don't you why don't you uh, you know read that first graph to us and we'll get a sense of um Oh, you know what strikes me is they, they, um, th- this, this writer seems to be paraphrasing pro- a Professor Norton of Yale. Yes. And, you know, uh, you know at this stage, the y- Yale um, professor is, is very often the, uh, the go-to source. Mm-hmm. So g- give us a sense of what this person is uh, fearful of. While the united efforts of the countries toward checking the spread of tuberculosis are highly commendable, there are still other diseases which are working havoc among the inhabitants of the country and which will soon, if they are not already, be of national importance. The mortality from pneumonia has been rapidly increasing. And it was but a short time ago that Professor Norton of Yale made the surprising statement that 8 million of the inhabitants of this country living day to day will perish 
of pneumonia, and the entire event is accepted by the American people with a resignation equal to that of the Hindu, who, in the midst of indescribable filth, calmly awaits the day of the cholera. Yeah, that's pretty tough stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so he's basically saying, uh, Professor Norton here is saying that Americans are complacent in the fact that they will eventually contract pneumonia and perish from it. But it's not clear from the piece that did, did, did people understand, do you think, where, uh, do I understand? How, how is, uh, I know what pneumonia is more or less, but is it communicated the same way as TB was from, you know, uh, bad conditions, but also just uh, sneezing and uh, um, saliva contact, that type of thing? Uh, I think so. Yes, I believe so. And and poor, just poor hygiene, bad bad living conditions, those types of uh, scenarios. So what are the steps, let me see, does this writer quote Professor Norton um, about steps to be taken. No, he all they all he says is there should be a commission to to investigate how better to uh, to uh, cure and prevent it. Yes. Well, they go on to mention that uh, in 1907, 11,806 died of pneumonia in New York. In other states, particularly in the Atlantic states, the death rate from the same disease was far greater than it should have been, and it seems to be steadily increasing. In 1893, 130 died from pneumonia in this city, here in New Haven. And in 1907, there were 303 deaths. This increase is much larger in proportion than the increase in the population. There were 74 during January and February last who died from the disease. Yeah, so this is... So that's, a, that's substantial numbers here. It's an right? argument with statistics, yeah. 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 It is the idea of many who have looked into the matter that steps should be taken towards decreasing the mortality and that a commission, as you mentioned, should be appointed to investigate the matter and arrange, if possible, curative and preventative methods. Right, and then they're going to make this recommendation and send it on to Washington. Yes. But... um yeah. Uh, did, we, did we have a tuberculosis uh, or, or did, uh, kind of an isolation clinic or sanitarium in in the city, in New Haven? Well, as we had mentioned before, uh, there was uh, tended to be the asylums and uh, the Springfield home. The Springfield home we had. Out, we out talked in, about uh, that. West Rock. That's right. So, yes, you'd, you'd have people isolated uh, out towards the fringe of the city. Um, I mean, originally in Westville, cholera outbreaks, uh, things of that extent. Uh, also, the the uh, the hospitals were growing as well in size and uh, prominence. Right, right. And by this time, apparently tuberculosis, which the writer refers to, was under control and sufficiently almost so that, um, you know, there it almost could be seen. Uh, as a kind of romantic disease, uh, you know, Lord Byron and people like that were, if you were tubercular, I think to, uh, there's an odd take on that disease that y- you were considered to be um, creative or something like that. Right, right. Like your your skin was pale with sensitivity. <laughs> but pneumonia, 
uh, at least in 1908, uh, it's got nothing going for it as far no. as this writer is no. concerned. No, it is not a, a romantic disease, apparently. And, you know, but pneumonia really is, a ter- it, is it, it remains a terrible killer for people who are older. Yes. Um, and in the hospitals, uh, you know, even in the most modern hospitals here in New Haven, um, there, there, there is an, um, uh, you know, a kind of a sobering percentage of people who go in with, you know, a problem with their ankle. And if they're old and frail, they can contract a hospital pneumonia yes. and can die. Yeah. So it's a, it is a kind of, um, uh, uh, a scary thing that you know. Probably today, I would echo the the, the sentiment of this of this uh, writer that maybe um, you know measures at institutions like hospitals are not taken seriously enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could be, could be, and also just the fact that it is, um, as you mentioned, it's still uh, prevalent today, um, and and while treatable, uh, can uh, end up. Uh, uh, as, 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 a, as a mortal disease but often it's very treatable and what it is is, is uh, lots of rest uh, and recuperation right right uh, pneumonia apparently affects 450 million people globally in addition to the folks in New Haven and it results globally in 4 million deaths per year I mean that is amazing and of course, the antibiotics as treatment uh, were not available in 1908. Right. You know, one of the things that is uh, that we we talk about often in in some of the more amusing um, advertisements you bring in are quack cures. Uh, you know, ointments and elixirs. And I think last week when we were in the year 1876, you brought in an advertisement for a um, a family medium or a family spiritualist the clairvoyant a family clairvoyant who who could solve problems of body and mind Mm -hmm. but i I mean what this underscores is that the the possibility for a death through these diseases um was ever present and people were were willing um uh to, to reach out for some of these quack cures because you know medicine did not have a whole lot to offer against pneumonia Mm-hmm. Quite clearly, exactly, yeah. exactly, and and the local environment. So I think what's getting at here is uh, in 1908, at least here in New Haven, uh, it's beginning to be taken far more serious uh, than it had been previously. Right, right, and and a, and a concerted effort to uh, to to raise the standards of health, public health here. Uh, in the community, right, and and if memory serves, uh, w- within a decade of this article that you've brought in, the great influenza epidemic w- will have struck. I believe in 1918. Um, and as we had discussed, uh, the polio po- polio epidemic. Uh, New Haven health officials were keenly aware of outbreaks in New York, and in episodes past, we've talked about. People, when they get in their motor cars, yes. having to present certificates of uh, that they were okay from the, where, where they came from. But it's true. And then influenza killed um, you know, millions of people in 1918. So anyway, in the hope, um, Jason, that our uh, listeners will get their flu shots. Yes, because that's a relatively new thing when you think about it. The flu shot was not... Uh was not as prevalent even what 
20 years ago. Well, that's right. And the, and the, 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 the serum or the vaccine, whatever's in it, uh, changes yes. as, as the, the critters that carry it, the viruses. Every year, every year you get a different flu shot, essentially, uh, for that different strain. But yes, with the hope that you stay healthy, uh, eat your vitamins, get plenty of sleep, and uh, enjoy and endure this weather change as we head towards the uh, winter months ahead. Right, and don't dwell on the fact that um, uh, bugs are going to inherit the earth, folks. <laughs> thank, thank you for joining us on this upbeat episode of This Day in New Haven History.